Hello, and welcome to episode one of The Masked Parent. Real stories from a really bad parent. That's me. I originally didn't want this podcast to be masked. I thought it would be more helpful to people for someone to stand up and be brave and to talk about the parts of parenting that most people don't talk about. Uh, But unfortunately, the statute of limitations has not run out on some of the uh, incidents that I would be discussing, uh, which would be uh, bad for my kids if anybody ever decided to try and take these stories and use them to prosecute my children and place them in jail. So I'm masked. Uh, I'm going to be changing some of the details of some of the stories I tell to make it uh, harder for them to be for me to be identified and therefore my kids to be identified. And so I obviously won't be telling you my real name. But um, since you need to call me something, I think in your mind, while I'm telling these stories, uh, we're going to use the very imaginative name of Jane Doe. Episode one uh, is about a stolen jacket. Uh, But before we get started, uh, if you don't know this already, uh, I am essentially a single mom, a single white mom, raising two black sons uh, named Percy and Reginald. Uh, I have a full-time job that I'm pretty good at, and uh, little to no social life. So the story of the stolen jacket really begins um, with the story of a different stolen item, a stolen pair of AirPods, which are, if you don't know what those are, they're um, wireless uh, headphones made by Apple, so they're called AirPods. The story starts with me uh, standing in my kitchen. And it must have been a weekend or an evening. I was at home and in my kitchen. And a a woman calls who was the mom of another child in my younger son's uh, class year. And and we're acquaintances. I know her somewhat. Um, And she calls me and she says, I wanted to talk to you. Because my son, we'll call him Kevin, uh, my son bought a pair of AirPods uh, from your son. And, I, you know, I just wanted to make sure that was okay with you. And I said, well, I, I don't love that, but they are his. They're his to do what he wants with. Um, and she's like, what color are they? Uh, <laughs> and... Um, you know, I, I, this might have been a little smoother on her part, um, but, you know, they were white. Uh, I had given him a pair of uh, AirPods, white AirPods for Christmas. And uh, which, in fact, it's actually the second pair of AirPods I'd ever given him. Because in our family, music is right up there with uh, shelter and food as one of the necessities of life. And uh, we shell out the money for the good headphones. And if your headphones are broken, that that's cause for an emergency run to Target to get it taken care of. So, um, so I tell her, yeah, they're, they're, I got him a pair of white AirPods for Christmas. And I can already feel there's sort of this undertone. But she at least comes out and says it, you know, she's like, well, okay, good. Because I had been worried because... Another kid in the grade apparently had a pair of AirPods stolen um, from him, and I had been worried that these were the, that my son had basically bought stolen goods. That you know he bought these AirPods, and I'm like, well, I, I, that is news to me. I didn't know that anybody had st- stolen the AirPods, but 
you know, Reginald certainly has a pair of white AirPods. Um, they are his to sell if he so chooses. And she's like, okay, good, good, good. And um, she hangs up with me. You know, and it wasn't that great of a conversation. I mean, she basically was calling to see if my son had sold stolen goods, I guess. And, um, yeah. And so I, I, I ask him, ask my kid about this and he's like, yeah, I sold, I sold my AirPods. That's, you know, you know, he gave them to me there. I can sell them if I want. And I said, well, why would you do that though? I mean, like they're nice. And also that's a little bit, that's a little bit uh, upsetting to me because I gave them to you as a Christmas present. And he says this whole like, well, I have another pair of AirPods that I got from somewhere else. And I'm like, well, where, what do you mean you got them from somewhere else? Where did you get them? Right. And now I'm like a little bit stressed out. And he's like, well, somebody gave them to me because they were like kind of broken, except for they're like not actually broken or something like this. He gave me, okay, straight up, if you're listening to this right now, you're like, wow, that is a load of shit. (laughs) Right. But at the time, one, my kid had never stolen anything before. Right. Like ever, like that I knew that I knew of. Um, and, and nobody had ever accused him of anything, and he certainly never been caught stealing anything. And he's my kid. Like, it just didn't even occur to me that, like, like wh- why would you do this? Why, you know, you don't need to steal anybody's AirPods. You don't need to steal headphones, because I'll freaking buy you headphones. Like, it just seemed, like, like also just utterly illogical to me, right, that some, that he would steal anything, because especially something so easy to get in our house. So... <laughs> So I believe him. Like, I, I don't even press him that hard. I don't, see, again, this is, I'm a shitty parent. I mean, I just don't even, I don't want to know. I mean, and I don't, I'm not super suspicious. Like, you know, okay. All right. Now, I first hear about the stolen jacket from a phone call not long after this, this headphone incident. I get called at work by the principal and, um, he calls to ask me about a stolen jacket um, that has uh, gone missing during a like some kind of sporting practice, and it had been, I guess, in the um, locker room and had gone missing from the locker room. It's apparently a very nice jacket, very expensive. And he tells me that who you know who's the victim? The victim uh, is a the kid of a really nice family that I really like. Um, that like pretty much everyone really likes, but for good reason, because they're just really genuine good people um, that I've always personally liked. And, um, you know, he tells me, you know, the mom just wants this jacket. But I mean, the subtext is he thinks my kid's stolen this jacket, right? And I feel the subtext and I'm uh, insulted by it, right? Uh, my subtext is I'm insulted by your accusation, Um but, you know, he tells me, oh, you know, they, they just want the jacket back. They don't, they don't care who took it or why. They just, as long as they get it back, they, they, don't, they don't care. And it's, you know, they don't want to have to shell out the money for a new one. It was really expensive. A- apparently, I think he brought up, too, that um, my son had been around outside the gym with the, some other boys or something like that um, before the practice. And um, he also said... Um, you know, I have cameras, I have cameras in the lobby, but, uh, and I should have seen whoever took it, but somehow I just don't have anything, any footage inside of the, the gym. 
Uh, like I, at the time, I didn't know why he told me that. Um, I maybe have a theory now, but <clears throat> my uh, response is, well, uh, I don't th- see why he would know anything about this. Uh, I'm insulted by your accusations. I don't know why you think when something is stolen, you immediately think it was my kid. My kid is not the source of every bad action inside the high school. Um, you know, and I don't think I actually, I think it's the next call where I sort of semi-imply maybe he's a racist. <laughs> uh, really not my best moment. <laughs> so um, I finished the first call with the principal with something like, uh, well, I'll ask Reginald about it tonight when uh, when I get home, but I, I don't think he's going to be able to shed any light on it. So, you know, uh, good luck. You know, it's your problem. Um, <clears throat> okay, so I get home. I ask my kid about it. Much the same way he was about the headphones. He's like, what? You know, I, I, no, I don't know. You know, I don't... Well, he kind of sort of makes it seem like I thinks he. I think he stole everything, right? Because... Now, you know, I'm asking about a second stolen item. Okay. Uh, and so I call the principal back. Uh, not that day. It's the next day, I think. And I tell him, well, you know, my kid doesn't know anything about it. I maybe also imply that he's just being a complete dick by assuming my kid did it. And, you know, why would he even think this? Uh, right? Okay, so so I assume this is the end of it. Uh, maybe a day, a couple of days later, the principal calls me back. And he says, you know, I'm just really trying to get this jacket back for this mom. And, you know, I start to get pissed, right? I, I mean, again, right, re-pissed, double pissed. Because uh, I feel like I'm basically just being harassed now, you know, based on the assumption that my child is responsible for all bad acts that happened at the high school. Uh, and, you know, I think this, I think the, this is where I sort of maybe called, I might have called him a racist. It might be this, this sort of second call that we did. And, um, you know, both of my kids had gone through this high school and uh, this was my younger son. And for probably the first time since I had known the principal, uh, he became truly emotionally upset, which is not something I had seen before. And uh, I could tell from his reaction um, that he absolutely was insulted truly insulted, not fake insulting, not pretending to be insulted. He was truly hurt. Uh, so uh, I think the call ended pretty quickly after that. Fade into call from the detective uh, the police at the police department of my town. And this is the story that the detective calls me and, and this is, do I, do, I don't think I meet with him. I think this is on the phone. And uh, he basically tells me, um, you know, we're going to be um, charging your kid with receiving stolen goods. I think that's what he says. And, I, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and he said, this, the AirPods that your son sold um, Kevin Corver, we'll call him Kevin Corver, um, uh, were stolen. And I said, 
I, I don't understand. He, you know, he, he has a, his own AirPods. Like I don't, and he said, we have the serial numbers, the serial numbers between the AirPods and the stolen AirPods match. So the, the, the pair of AirPods that your son sold Kevin are, were, were stolen. And I was like, oh, oh. And, um, and, he's, and then he tells me the story of how this all got discovered. The same mom that had called me hung up with me and then got the number somehow of the people um, whose kid had had his AirPods stolen. And she called them. And she said, what color were the stolen AirPods? And they said, white. She said, well, the ones my kid bought are white. And I wonder if these are the same. And they were like, well, how, you know, there's not really any way to know. And she said, well, do you still have the packaging from when you bought them? Because apparently they had just bought these AirPods. She still have the packaging. And uh, this is all through the detective telling me this. and then they were like, oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And then they find the box, and the box has the serial number on it. And they compare the serial number on the box to the serial number on the AirPods um, that my son s- sold to Kevin. And they match. Now, I've actually never gone back and looked at a pair of AirPods to, like, confirm that they actually have a ser- like a visible serial number on them somewhere. I mean, I'm assuming that the detective wasn't lying to me, but God knows. Maybe he was. Who knows? Um, maybe this is all ruse to get my kid to admit it. Um, but it worked on me anyway to convince me because I bought the whole story at the time and I hang up with him. And, uh, so, and I, I think I call my kid, my kid has a lawyer already for other issues. <laughs> uh, I call my kid's lawyer and I tell him, uh, you know, this is happening and I, you know, agree to pay him more money and he agrees to take the case and he, you know, he's going to be on it. And I talked to my son and I'm like, so uh, you basically stole these, these AirPods, right? They've just told me that it's like a match, right? And he says, okay, well, I don't know where they came from. I actually got them from someone else is what he tells me. And I'm like, you're now, you're just full of shit, dude. Like, I don't even, like, you're clearly just lying. Did you, did you take these, did you take these AirPods? And he's like, oh, he's like, no, no, I got them from someone, but I don't want to say who, and I don't care. I'll just be in trouble for it, and I, whatever. Like, he, 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 he admits to them, but he doesn't admit to stealing them, and I don't even care. And to be honest, we're not good, like, you know, my lawyer is like, well, at least they're only charging with, like, selling stolen goods or something like that so or possession of stolen goods so they're not even going for the theft part they're just going for the stolen goods thing and you know I'll, we'll deal with it <sighs> okay so all this happens and I can't remember where my son is um, I, I don't my son is out and I don't know what grips me but I was just like my kid is just lying he's just lying and so I go to his room and I decide to search it. And this is no easy task. My kid's a bit of a hoarder. And uh, and he he hoards clothes. And so, you know, for every birthday, every holiday, um, when he has extra money, he buys clothes, he asks for clothes, and he just has clothes he never wears. Like, he just hoards clothes. Um, 
And um, including jackets upon jackets upon jackets, by the way. I'm like, he had so many nice jackets. Um, Because I realized at some point when they were younger that my sons wouldn't wear, say, for winter, they wouldn't wear an ugly coat that they, they didn't really like. If it was cold, they'd rather go jacketless and make me freeze by watching them freeze. Um, but that if I bought them like a brand name, really nice jacket, they would actually wear a jacket when they went out. So they had nice jackets. Um, so I searched my kid's room and stuffed between um, his bed and the wall. I pull out um, what I had, you know, the jacket that had been described to me by the principal. So it is now clear to me that my son has stolen this jacket. And so I'm just sitting here with a stolen jacket. And I'm also sitting here with the realization that my son is a thief and a liar. And I don't I don't know what to do. Like he doesn't even need this crap that he stole. Like he literally has like oceans of the things that he needs he has plenty of jackets and he can have airpods anytime he wants them so why did he do this why did he take these things and right and and so immediately as soon as i found that jacket by the way i mean i absolutely knew that he had he didn't get the airpods from somebody he stole them he took them so uh, i wait for him to get home and then i go crazy I show him the jacket. He tries to give me some bullshit. I don't accept the bullshit. I tell him I know he's absolutely lying. And he all needs to fucking stop. Like, this is like, you can't, you caught over and over again in lies. What the hell did you do? And he basically tells me the story of walking through um, locker rooms and just rifling through stuff and taking stuff. I asked him, why did you steal from, like, the nicest family in our town? (laughs) Why? And he said, I didn't even know whose jacket it was. I just took it. I said, you don't even need a jacket. Like, you don't, you don't need these things. And he said, I I don't know. I wasn't thinking. I just did it. I just did it. And I was like, well, what door did you leave from if the principal didn't see you leave with the stuff? And he said, I don't know how that's possible because I literally walked right out the, walked right out the front door with it. So he should have seen me on the cameras. Um, so. So. Um, I think. I can't remember the exact chain of events. Um, I. Uh, talked to the principal again. And um, I'm not sure what we're going to do about the stolen jacket. But we're. I definitely don't want my kid. <laughs> going to prison right I I don't want him stealing jackets but I don't think prison makes anyone better so he calls me he asks about the jacket again at this point I know my son has the stolen jacket and and stole the jacket but I sort of play dumb and God knows how convincing I am and I say well you know I'm going to have him ask around and see if there's any he he knows anybody who has heard about this and and I'm going to see if, you know, we can hear about what might have happened to this jacket. So I sort of promise helpfulness. 
Okay. So I, I, I you know, I, 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 I feel like I feel like the principal actually even knew at this point that I knew, but I, I don't know. You feel at some point sometimes you feel transparent. <laughs> I think, but like that none of your ruses are working. Um, <laughs> okay. So in uh, trying to retrace these events. I went back and I looked through my old um, text and emails to see if I had anything uh, from that time period. And uh, I found that I had an old uh, set of texts between me and my son's lawyer. And uh, and in sort of looking through those, it helped me kind of reconstruct events. Um, and so um, I realized that uh, after the detective called and said that they were going to be charging my son um, with receiving stolen goods or whatever for the AirPods. Um, I must have been in constant, pretty constant conversations with his lawyer about dealing with that. And then I must have brought up this the, the worry about some stolen jacket that the principal was asking me about. Uh, because here uh, <laughs> I found the text where I sa- that I sent him. I sent him and it said, the jacket is in my house. How can I return it safely? And his response is, I'm not sure there is a safe way, but you must return it somehow. And then I say, Reginald suggested sneaking it into school. I think he might get caught doing it, though. And then his lawyer says, I really cannot be involved. So, so that's all he would put down uh, in, in trackable, traceable, electronic media. Um, but then uh, we called each other pretty much a couple minutes later. Um, and <laughs> on the call, his lawyer uh, says, you, need, you can't have stolen goods at your house. Like, that, that's horrible. You need to get them out of your house. And I say, well, you know, what, what, do I, what do I do? And he says, I can't tell you what to do. I can only tell you that you, you really, you can't have them in your house. Uh, I said, well, should I, are you saying, what, destroy them? Destroy the jacket? Because uh, I don't want to do that, right? And he's like, no, 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 don't, don't destroy the jacket. You can't destroy the jacket. I said, that this family that he stole from is like the nicest family in town. Um, you know, if if Reginald didn't have like pending court cases against him and now a new receiving stolen goods charge, like if, if I didn't have to worry about that, I would literally just walk up to their house and say, I am so sorry. Here's the jacket back. I, I'm so embarrassed. You know, I would just just handle this right um and he says i i really strongly recommend against that uh that that could be dangerous i said but how because i'll be it won't be stolen goods if i return it if it's like handed to them and he's like i really i really have to advise against that he's like you know i can't tell you what to do and i'm not giving you advice but i just that that might not be a safe option for him and then I say, well, you know, what about Reginald sneaking into school and putting it in lost and found, which was what his idea was. He's like, uh, I really, I really can't be involved. I really, I really just, I really can't be involved. <laughs> Basically, it's clear to me that 
every choice is a bad choice and he's not going to he's going to give me zero advice about what to do so <laughs> i have a stolen jacket from a wonderful family that i really like and there's no unrisky way to return it without potentially putting my son in in jeopardy So I, I don't know what to do. I literally don't know what to do. I consider again, just like try, like the easiest thing is to, it's like a, to, to stuff the jacket into the bottom of a trash bag and like take it to a dumpster somewhere, right? And throw it away. That's the easiest thing. That's the safest thing to do for my son. But like, God, then, then like, then I'm helping with stealing. Like I can't do it. I can't do it. So here's the, so I hatch a plan. I hatch a plan. I, I drive past the house of the nice people whose jacket my son has stolen. It doesn't appear to me that they have cameras. They might, and I just might not see them. So uh, my son and I decide to do reverse crime. In the middle of the night, we get in the car. I we make a pass to make sure there's no other cars and other people, and we drive up quickly to their house. He runs out, and uh, and puts the the jacket inside of which is inside of a like a bag. puts it on their porch. And he runs back to the car and we speed away. <laughs> so it's like a drive-by for depositing the stolen jacket to return it. And uh, and I don't, I don't even run this. I don't even tell the lawyer what we're going to do because I'm sure he would tell me it's a horrible idea. Um, and, you know, later I'm like, God, what if they had cameras? Like, uh, like the worst part of this whole experience is really this idea, this this sense that like everybody, you're not fooling anyone, and everyone knows what a pathetic mess you are, right? Like what a crazy, what a bad parent you are, right? And, and also just what a just just a crazy, hot mess you are. <laughs> um, so we return the jacket in the middle of the night, and we never heard anything about it. But uh, the, the principal stopped calling me. So, and I, I, yeah. So that was, that was the end of the stolen jacket. Although, uh, <laughs> pretty much every, uh, every time I ever saw uh, the mom of the nice family again I, I felt the need to avoid her because I was just so humiliated and I felt sure she knew um, that it had been my son that took the jacket and I really could never face her again you know someday I f feel I'd love to call her up and be like did you know it was me I'm super sorry <laughs> all right so uh, now we've reached the reflections uh, portion of uh, the program where uh, after kind of reliving this stuff um, 
I, I make a few observations that maybe weren't clear to me at the time, right? So the reflections from uh, today's episode are, uh, after listening back, you know, through my own history, um, one, uh, when the first thing that struck me really was that when I was a kid, I had been poor, really poor. Um, like, you know, my, my family fell below the poverty line and I got free lunch at school. Um, I had like two pairs of pants through most of my childhood that I just wore, you know, alternately one this day, the other one the next day, then back to the first one. And, uh, you know, listening to myself talk about like how easily like I buy my kids, you know, headphones, whatever, whatever they want, they can have headphones and oh, and you know, they have oceans of jackets. Um, it's a little embarrassing. And, uh, and I think like, you know, my 17 year old self, if, if she heard this, she would just want to punch me right in the face. <sighs> uh, yeah. And, you know, the main lesson there is, wow, you really do get used to having nice stuff and you really do. People say you don't forget where you're from, but uh, you do a little bit. Um, my second reflection is, uh, you know, to this day, I hate uh, Kevin's mom. The the uh, the woman who was like was na- played Nancy fucking Drew to like do all this work to figure out um, that the the AirPods are stolen and then like went to the police or whatever. You know, uh, I, she's like a busybody. Like I know, like my kid stole something and that's horrible, right? And it's great that the kid who gotten stolen from got his AirPods back. I'm glad about that. Um. But like, like, why did you go to the police? Like, that's the part I never got. Like, if I had discovered all this, I would have gone, showed the proof to the parents and um, like gave them an opportunity to make it right. Because that's that's what I would have done. That's what I did with a jacket. Right. Um, And so, you know, even even how it all did turn out, like once I once I learned all this stuff. I made uh, Reginald give Kevin back the money uh, that he had gotten for the stolen AirPods. And, like, the law won't make you do that because if you buy stolen goods, you're just out that money. Um, and, and, and frankly, if the cops hadn't been called and if I then didn't have to worry about my son going to jail and having to defend against this, these charges, I would have made my son go and apologize to the kid who's uh, airpods he had stolen and i probably would have made him like pay some kind of restitution right but but once the cops were brought in and i was just trying to keep him out of jail it got super hard for me to do the what should be the right things to do in that situation and and so i've kind of always really blamed kevin's mom for just being god just kind of a douchebag um yeah. And especially, you know, I think I feel especially strongly about it because she was on the list of uh, w- when we were preparing for court, uh, when my son was being prosecuted for the AirPods thing, her, her name was on the list of witnesses. And I just remember thinking, God, what a what a bitch trying to put my kid in prison. Like I w- if the things if everything was reversed, like there's no way I would have done that to her kid. You know what I'm saying? Like putting a kid in prison is just not. 
Okay. Um, my last reflection is uh, third, number three. You know, looking back, I feel that the principal actually did have footage. I think that my, the principal literally had, had camera footage of my son stealing the jacket. And he knew the whole time. And that's why he kept calling me. But he was really doing me the solid of, tr- of like, letting me handle it without going to the cops and giving them the, the freaking tape. And I feel like that's what he brought it up. He sort of brought it up t- to, s- to say, like, I know. Like, I know, dude. Just get it taken care of. Get the jacket back. Right? Um, so looking back, I feel like he, he knew. And he had evidence. And he, and he let us handle it. And for that, I'm super, super grateful. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Have a, have a great week.